Top Breed Cats, the show for anyone who loves cats. Today we will talk about the Bermilla and the Japanese Bobtail. That's right. I'm Quinn. And I'm Ollie. We both have two cats who we love very much, and today I'm going to start you off with the Bermilla cat. So first, I do want to say that if you are looking to get one of these cats, they may be hard to find and may need, uh, and you may need to wait on a wait list or travel super far to find one because this is a very rare cat breed. So um, the Bermilla is a result of a chinchilla Persian and a Burmese um, accidentally mating in the United Kingdom. This breed usually weighs about 8 to 12 pounds on average, and this cat is medium-sized and has a smooth, short coat most of the time, but can have a semi-long-haired variety, probably coming from the chinchilla Persian side. Um, this cat's coats come in a wide variety of colors and patterns, and most commonly silver-white with tips of a different color, um, so that would be usually like black or something like that. And then these cats always have green eyes, and you can expect your Bermilla to live between 12 and 15 years, which is a pretty good life for a cat. Okay. So this cat um, is a very, very playful breed and is super friendly in general. And this is a not, this cat is not vocal, which is kind of nice to have around, especially if you don't want to hear meows during the middle of the night, unlike me, who has a very vocal Siamese cat. Um, let's see, where was I? Um, and this cat does shed, but that does not mean it's hypoallergenic. I mean, it's not hypoallergenic. Okay. Um, so this cat breed started, um, this breed was started, um, in the UK, as previously said, and these cats were owned by a baroness who already bred Persians, um, and then the chinchilla Persian and a Burmese decided to mate accidentally, and this breed was the result of it, and so since she already bred Persians, she decided to create a breeding program for these cats as well. Um, so they were recognized as a breed in the 1990s in the UK, but um, weren't accepted in the United States until 2011 by the CFA, standing for the Cats, Fanciest, uh, Cats Fanciers Association. Um, this is a great family pet, and it's a very, very healthy breed. Um, and this breed is very curious, and it's curiosity can cause trouble, just like any other kitten, though. Um, so as I said earlier, this is a very rare and hard-to-find breed, so you may need to travel. But if you're looking for a very nice and friendly family pet that can be a little curious and sometimes too curious, but otherwise super friendly and hypoallergenic, this is the breed for you, and I welcome you with the Bermilla. So now I'm going to hand you over to Ollie for the Japanese bobtail. Hi, and the Japanese bobtail, they're so cute. <laughs> I used to. And they are a breed of domestic cows and unusually bobtail, more closely resembling a tail of a rabbit, which is mm -hmm. native to Japan. And their origin is in Japan. 
which is kind of obvious. And their kitten prices are, that's kind of expensive. Seriously? 100 to 1,500 per kitten. So you're adopting like two and you're on a really pricey person, $3,000 in the bucket. Mm. So these are fancy cats. Yeah. And so my issues are they actually have no genetic health issues much. So that's a pretty good breed to have around. If you're looking for a healthy breed, that is. If you don't want to spend a lot of medical bills, they're for you. They have blue or gold eyes. Those are the only two colors, I believe, Hmm. that can live. And kind of sadly that um, there's a gene that makes them have a short life of 9 to 15 years. Hmm. Which is very sad. It's a and they are affectionate lap cats. Affectionate lap cat. That describes them. Yeah, and that's all for the Japanese bobtail. I actually used to own a Japanese bobtail thing um, who we actually rescued um, off the streets. She was a feral cat, and her name was Mama Kitty, as we called her, because we had... I was, like, two, and my brother was, like, a newborn. Um, and we also had a gray tabby, um, also feral, um, who we started to tame, and then eventually they had kittens, and too many of them. I, uh, remember doing a narrative writing on it in third grade, and I had three kittens of theirs as current, as older cat, as cats, who are still alive, just not with us anymore. They are at a different place. Um, one of them looks like Mama Kitty, who was a tuxedo cat, and we named her White Triangle. Um, one was a gray tabby named Poppy Cat, and the other was a Japanese bobtail orange tabby named, um, Little Kitty. I remember Little Kitty. Yeah, Little Kitty was awesome. Um, and all of them were very affectionate outdoor cats, um, who would follow us on walks all the time. We're pretty sure Mommy Kitty and Daddy Kitty are still alive at our first, like, our original home. So, they have a good life, though. And then, that kind of starts us off, but now, it's time for some cat stories. Ollie, we were talking earlier, and you said you had a Max and Toby story. Would you like to share that? Yes, it's actually just Toby. It's actually just a really cute thing he did. Mm-hmm. He poked his little tongue out. Yeah, I have a picture of it, and it might just end up being one of my backgrounds now. It's adorable. Yeah, it's just this little orange tabby, for those who haven't seen him, with a little pink tongue slightly sticking out, like just the little tip of it. And it's just super cute. Unlike um, Ollie, I have a bunch of Nala and Serena stories. I'm going to share only a couple, like two, um, from a couple weeks ago when my Nana was visiting us from Phoenix, Arizona. So, Nala, my next cat, somewhat Burmese is what we think, um, was stalking Serena, my seal point Siamese, um, by hiding on the other side of the wall. Um... So, we have a pantry and then a wall on the other side. 
So Nala was there while Serena was in the pantry, just wagging her tail like crazy and waiting. She eventually <laughs> gave up because Serena was taking too long. Um, and then this next one is super funny. Don't worry. Um, Serena and the others were fine. We just wiped off her foot. Let me just say that. Um, so my Nana, um, was in the bathroom with Serena. Um, she had just finished using the restroom. And Serena was being crazy, as she always is. She jumped and missed her foot straight in the toilet. (laughs) With urine in the toilet. Ew. Yeah, um, we wiped off her foot, like, really well after that. But everybody lived to tell the tale. And Serena is still alive and her foot is just fine. Um, and Nala keeps eyeing Serena, like... Why is she so crazy? (laughs) Like, she looks at her, me, like, her eyes are almost sort of, like, grumpy, almost. Like, her eyebrows, I mean, not eyebrows, eyelids are, like, midway on her eyes. And just stares at me gently, saying, why is she so, like, crazy and doing all that stuff? Why does she follow feather pointers and that stuff? Why does she go so crazy over this little tiny dot that moves? Um, so, yeah, Serena can be kind of weird. And since we still have a couple more minutes, I will actually share a couple others. So, this one happened last night, um, and Serena was running and turned on the bathroom sink. I mean, not the bathroom, the kitchen sink. She figured out how to do it. And, of course, they love water, unlike most cats. Well, unlike some cats and their rumors, they do not like water. Um, that is completely false. We've covered that in a uh, cat myth before. Um, and it was crazy because Nala, of course, dunks her head under the water. And Serena, of course, has nothing to do with it but drink it. So she just licks the fountain, the faucet, with, like, the water coming out. And it's actually looking like she's drinking it, and she does. So that's kind of cool. And then um, another cat myth, dogs and cats can be, I mean, are not friends. Completely false. In fact, Nala... um, cuddled with my dog Olaf yesterday. Yes, it was adorable. I saw a picture. Yeah. Um, But I love it when my animals cooperate, especially since at first they hated each other. Especially Nala and Serena, who are now best friends. And even though Nala acts like she hates Serena, she really doesn't. She's like, oh, this cat again. Why? And then she's like, Serena, act like I don't like you, okay? And then I'm going to come play chase with you. Um, and then that's all my cat stories. But I won't have cat stories forever, nor will Ollie. So if you want to share some cat stories with us, you should do that at topbreedcats at gmail.com. That's T-O-P-B-R-E-E-D-C-A-T-S at gmail.com, all lowercase. 
Ollie, is there anything you would like to add to this episode before we sign off? Um, aren't we going, isn't this the last episode of season two? Um, it's nearing the last episode. It's not quite that one yet, but we're super excited for season three to come out, which we will start featuring cat science with our friend, um, Hayden. So that will be very exciting. So keep an eye out for season three. And then to cat, top three cat fans who were waiting for another episode last week, sorry, but we had something going on that we could not quite make it to. Um, we went on a trip, and that's we ran out of time. So, yeah. Well, we have nothing else to add to this episode. Um, so we'll see you back here next week. Bye! Bye!